Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor in chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a member of the Believe Network. Do you believe? We are down to several days from the start of USAT Nationals, and I'm bringing you this program. I was going to wait until after Nationals to do a program, but I wanted to bring this program because it's timely. I wanted to talk to you about a little bit about the attack on New York gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin and a lot about from Taekwondo practitioners, self-defense, simple self-defense, and things that we can learn from this video, because I think this video is a great education tool. It's a great learning tool, and there were so many things that I got out of it, and I don't know if others felt the same way, but I think we're going to have a chance to talk about it and break it down. Before I do that, I wanted to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with the first to market odds and lines. Find your reviews and news of every league, including uh, Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live, excuse me, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device or computer and make your first bet. If you haven't done this, we've talked about this for two years now. Use the promo code Believe Fifty. That's a new one, B L E A V Fifty, to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the gaming starts. Please note that is something that's new. Believe 50 as opposed to believe. So don't uh, lose out on that opportunity to get your 50% welcome bonus. Now, this is not a political show, right? So we're not talking about, you know, Lee Zeldin happens to be the Republican candidate for New York governor. None of this matters, whether he was Republican, Democrat, whether it's New York, California, or somewhere in the Midwest. Um, this just happens to be something that happened here that made our news and actually made national news because the attacker was actually just charged federally, which I think is a good thing. Um, Zeldin, I've researched him, <clears throat> has an Army background. He was in Army, but he was in Army intelligence. I don't know how much <clears throat> military training, physical training he had, but uh from the looks of the video, certainly not tremendous training and certainly wasn't prepared. What I'm going to do is I'm going to watch the video. I can't for copyright reasons. I probably can't show the video, but I'm going to watch the video and discuss it. And then I'm going to break it down. I'm going to try to do this very uh, descriptively because part of this is on video and part of this is for our audio audience. So Zeldin had a campaign stop uh, over the weekend or Friday or Thursday of last week. And he was physically attacked by a man holding a, potentially a weapon. Zeldin responded, and then his security team responded. Now, I'm going to watch it, talk about it. It's only about a minute, and then we'll break it down. So here he is. He's talking. A man with a hat comes, puts his hand on him, holds his right hand up, 
Zeldin responds. Zeldin goes down. And then Zeldin's team takes the man down. And then they pull they pull Zeldin off. That's it. That's the whole the whole video. What I'm gonna do is in the thumbnail to this video, and obviously in the article about this, I'm gonna post most importantly the picture of the attack. So if you can picture it, Zeldin speaking on stage, has a microphone in his left hand, is talking to the crowd. I'm not sure if he's a lefty or a righty, because the microphone is in his left hand. A man with some sort of a military baseball cap, sunglasses, approaches him, comes on stage. Now, here's my first problem, right? Um, one of the things we talk about, we talked about this with Dave Young. We talked about this when we reviewed um, Evie Pomporos' book as awareness, right? So Zeldin should have been more aware, and certainly his security people should have been more aware. This person who doesn't belong managed to... Uh, make his way onto the stage uh, where a gubernatorial candidate was speaking and approach and make contact with a gubernatorial candidate. And that never should have happened. So from an awareness standpoint, um, this is a truly, truly disturbing from the standpoint of security response. It's very disturbing because even if the man had been there, even if the man had made it on stage, he never, never, never should have made it directly to um, the candidate. Now, it happens that a Marine who was there, who was running for state assembly, happens to be the first one who physically responded and managed to get between Zeldin and the gentleman when they whisked Zeldin away. So props to him. I'm sorry that I don't have his name. We could try to post his name, but I, I don't have his name. But I know he's running in Monroe County um, for state assembly. And that's one of the reasons why he was there. He wasn't there as security. He was there as a candidate. But I want to talk about this. So the man approaches. He's got something in his right hand. And he approaches Zeldin almost like he's coming with an uppercut, maybe to the face or a hook punch to the face. Gets close enough that his left hand is almost touching Zeldin and his right hand is there. So obviously got a clear shot to punch Zeldin. Zeldin responds by left hand has got a microphone bringing the right hand across and grabbing the man this way in his right hand, this way, if we can see this. Okay. So he's now cupped the man's open arm. The man, so he's holding on tight. The man then uses Zeldin's own leverage against him with his left hand and pulls Zeldin down. Why? Because Zeldin's gripping. Zeldin is a force. And now the man uses his and pulls Zeldin to the ground. That's how Zeldin ends up on the ground. Everything about it is wrong. First of all, Zeldin's immediate response. And again, understand that I know that it's easy for me to armchair quarterback and, and talk about this because he was up there. He didn't expect it. Um, it wasn't a street fight. Uh, he was taken by surprise. But that's the point. The point is we should always be ready for it, right? He's up there. You never know who's going to be uh, approaching you. And we get knocked out. We get hurt because we don't have our defenses up. So you always need to have your awareness up. You always need to have your defenses up. So this isn't a point about knocking Lee Zeldin or insulting Lee Zeldin. It's a point about using it as a teaching tool. 
So certainly one of the things that Zeldin could have done is as the right hand was up, lifted the left hand microphone or not up to block the face, right? Because if a punch was coming um, and I'm lifting my arm to block my face, if a punch was coming, if a um, some sort of an attack was coming, it does appear that he had a weapon was coming. He would have been able to block his, his face at least and use the right hand perhaps to punch, to uppercut, to do something. I'm not sure if he's righty or lefty. He was holding the mic in his left hand, so he may feel more comfortable. My problem with what he did is when he cups the hand this way, all he's doing is giving the attacker the ability to punch out, right? We always talk about this. If you watch it, the attacker has the ability to go against the thumb and strike Zeldin in the face with his right hand, particularly if the attacker appears to be right-handed. Um, there's almost nothing that was gained other than perhaps slowing down for a second, um, grabbing the right hand. And in fact, we see that because the attacker was able to use Zeldin's leverage to take him down, it actually made the situation worse. The most ideal thing that Lee Zeldin could have done, and from watching the video over and over again, I've watched it numerous times, he could have done, is instead of grabbing the forearm of the guy, he should have grabbed the guy's hand. The hand had the weapon. And if you can, people that are listening to this on an audio side, his right hand came up to the lower part of the hand the left hand could have come around. Now he's got the hand in complete control, complete control, and start to turn towards the guy. If he's skilled enough, and this doesn't take a lot, he's now turning the fist away from him, turning the guy's back away from him. If he's skilled enough, he takes his left leg and he uses it in a circular motion to go to his own back. The guy falls on his back so basically think about grabbing instead of grabbing the forearm instead of grabbing the wrist he grabbed the hand brought the other hand to it very simple motion and takes his left leg and goes circular to his back the guy would have fallen down instantly uh the guy wasn't charging but the guy didn't look particularly big didn't look particularly strong that would have been the most effective way. Now, again, you said, well, he's not a trained martial artist. Well, he was trained for four years in the military. I think he did have some hand-to-hand -hand combat. My son was in the army, and they did do army combatives. Uh, but you don't need to be heavily trained. And this is one of the things we need to talk about in today's day and age. Awareness, a little bit of self-defense training, and understanding human kinetic motion, understanding how the human body works, understanding that that hand, which was the biggest issue is, remember, people tend to attack with their dominant hand. The dominant hand had the weapon, and the dominant hand was closest to Zeldin's face. Had the guy been really aggressive, it could have been a really, really serious issue, which is why, from a legal standpoint, in New York, they did a failed job. They arrested the guy, and they let him go. The feds stepped in and did the right thing and charged the guy federally. But take a look at the video. Analyze it in light of what we said and look at how it is that Zeldin could have responded. I hate again to attack him, but if I look at the response from the failure to be aware, 
from the failure of people to intervene and from his failure to physically respond. It is a textbook breakdown. You could teach a course in self-defense on how this represents a failure. So we reached out to the Zeldin campaign. We offered to use our team, our Taekwondo team, to train his people in awareness, to train his people in defense. We have not heard back from him yet. My understanding is he's already beefed up security, and that's fine. But we are we stand available and ready to help him if he needs our assistance in this regard. My name is Mark Sirianis. I look forward to seeing you on the mat. I look forward to reporting from nationals. Please remember this episode is brought to you by Bet Online, And remember that new code, B-L-E-A-V 50, for your 50% welcome bonus. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.